This is Tim Welch with 316 Unleashed Podcast. This is episode number 18. Forgive us of our debts. Let's jump right in. Welcome to 316 Unleashed Podcast. This is season two of the podcast devoted to going in depth into the Bible with your host, Tim Welch. Let's get started. Welcome to 316 Unleashed Podcast. And this is episode number 18, Forgive Us of Our Debts as We Forgive Our Debtors. Again, this is our uh, The Lord's Prayer series and we're coming to a slight close. And this is coming from Matthew chapter 6, 9 through 13. And it says, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Again, we're almost done with the uh, Lord's Prayer series. And actually, I've been kind of uh, studying a lot for this episode. Hence, sort of the reason why... Um, it's been a long while, it seems like, since I've done a episode. And I'm going to like to apologize for that, but I like to study and make sure that I'm right before I do an episode because I feel like I'm responsible for what goes into your ears. And I do not want to be held responsible by the Lord or no one else for any heresy. So, I would like to. Uh, I, I I do like to make sure what I say is right. And forgiveness is something that all of us, and I do mean all of us, as human beings, have to face. And we're even we're either looking for forgiveness, or we giving forgiveness. And it's something that is part of our daily lives as a natural, normal human being. But I was looking into, you know, doing my Google due diligence and just Googling different um, people who like the psychiatrists and psychologists and seeing what they say. Since forgiveness, as you know, it can be psychological as well. And doing that, I've read some articles, and there were some that said there's five ways to forgive. Um, some said four. And I've seen one that says that there's ten different steps that you have to take in order to forgive somebody. And so I decided to get people's intake. So I started going to different groups on Facebook and asking for their opinion about the subject title, forgiveness. Not, not necessarily biblical, but just their personal opinion. And 
actually I got some really good responses. Again, not biblical, but you know, it's just everyday um, ways to forgive. But as I was such uh, searching through the scripture, according to Jesus and the Lord's Prayer, I see only two ways of forgiveness. And that two ways of forgiveness is me forgiving you to receive forgiveness from God. So horizontal forgiveness to receive vertical forgiveness. And by doing this, it kind of made it a lot easier instead of having five or four or even ten different ways to forgive. According to Jesus, there's only two. You give forgiveness to get forgiveness, and that's it. So, I started questioning, why doesn't Jesus have a 12-step plan? Or 10 different ways to forgive. And how come he's only got, you know, just, just this simple plan? Could forgiveness be just this simple? And I know from being a parent, you know, if you've done something wrong, you tell, uh, if your child does something wrong, you tell them, okay, I apologize. But what does it really mean? To forgive somebody or either ask for forgiveness. And my biggest question was, why is it so hard to give forgiveness, but we long to receive forgiveness? If that makes sense. Why is it so hard for me to forgive somebody who done me wrong, but I want somebody who i done wrong to quickly forgive me. And I think Jesus pretty much says it um, in Matthew 6, 14 through 15. And it's forgiveness is so important because right after Jesus talked to someone else uh, or talked to his disciples and taught them how to, to pray, he immediately started talking about forgiveness. For Matthew 6, 14 through 15, it says, If ye forgive men their trespasses, trespasses means sins or wrongdoings, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trust on uh, your trespasses. So again, I must forgive. I must forgive to be forgiven. Now I know a lot of people um, that's on this podcast, that's hearing this podcast, may say, you know, but you don't know what is said about me. Um, but Jesus says, forgive them anyway. But Jesus, they, you don't know what they did. Because they caused me physical harm or physical pain. Jesus says forgive them anyway. And I don't want to make light of what someone may have done. Because we all face different challenges. 
And I don't want to make it seem like we're supposed to be a doormat. We're not. But you're responsible for forgiving that person to uh, to be forgiven. Because, let's face it, none of us are right all the time. I promise you, I do wrong a lot. And... I have to go uh, I have to go to Jesus every day to ask him for his forgiveness. And if I ask Jesus for forgiveness, it's because I I want to make it right with him. But Jesus wants us to make it right for him with the other person as well. And I know that somebody's going to say, "Well, forgiving them is giving permission." For them to hurt you again. But it's not true. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison. And hoping it would hurt the other person. Most of the time the other person. Doesn't even know. The pain that you're feeling right now. So they're living their lives normally. And here you are. You're being tormented. In emotional or even physical pain. Hating the person that hurt you and they have no idea of your pain or your hurt. So forgiveness isn't for them. It's for you. To give you freedom from the prison that you are really feeling on the inside. So even though forgiving somebody can be hard and you may even think that it's almost impossible to forgive the other person. But honestly, it frees you of the thoughts that you are feeling. Sometimes even the nightmares you may have. And it opens the door to the prison that you feel like you're trapped in. Constantly thinking about this. Some people hold a grudge to the point where I've read that they start feeling like almost like sick when they think about it because it brings up so much pain. But in order to get rid of that, you almost have to just, well, really, you have to release yourself. And what I mean by releasing yourself is releasing yourself from this pain. And the way you do that is simply just asking God to help you forgive. Now, even though forgiveness is something that is required, that doesn't mean that Jesus is looking at us and saying that you are on your own Forgive them and then come to me. No, Jesus, it, the Bible says, I know your thoughts before you think it. And he even, and the Bible also says that God knows the words before we say it. So, if he knows my thoughts and he knows my words before I think it or even say it, then he also knows how hard it is for me to forgive. I know I... I don't want you to make it um I don't want to make it sound like I'm a person that just 
floats through the air and find it so easy to forgive. But I'm a living testimony of how how bad it is to hold unforgiveness, to hold unforgiveness, but also how free it is to release it. And I'm not gonna call no names here, but he even deals with my family. And I even had have had at that family member that hurt me to be, you know, somebody who I would see almost once a week and it would bring me a lot of pain at a time. But as I got closer to God and I asked God to help me forgive, then God, I mean, He honestly helped me to forgive this person to the point where this person actually came to me and said, you know, and told me how sorry they were and, and tears in their eyes. And when they asked me to forgive them for what they did to me, I told this person, I forgave you a long time ago. You know, I, I chose to love and not hate this person. And it was just like a release came onto them because of the guilt that they felt. And to ask for forgiveness to them, it showed me that, you know, through their emotions and through their their looks, it showed me that this was something that they'd been carrying for a long time. And here I am, I'm simply just helping, I'm helping them understand that I forgave them a long time ago. Why did I forgive them? It's because Jesus commands it. And the Bible says that no sin shall ever enter into heaven. So if no sin shall ever enter into heaven, and it's a commandment from God to forgive, if I don't forgive, I'm sinning. And if I have unforgiveness in my heart, and it grows and it gets bitter, then it would turn into anger. This, this pain would turn into anger. And then anger, in return, would turn into hatred. And the Bible says in 1 John 3.15, Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So if I have hatred in my heart for somebody, the Bible says, I am just like a murderer. It's a sin so corrupt, it is like killing somebody. And the Bible says that, as I just read, there is no eternal life for anybody who's a murderer. So, if murder is like, I mean, if hatred is like murder, then it's a sin that would cast you into hell.
so back to this story I was telling you. Years later, after I uh, after this person asked me for forgiveness and I forgave them, I've had another family member later on who had hard feelings towards that same person and asked me, "How come you don't hate them after this? What this person done to you? How come you don't just absolutely hate that person?" And I simply told him because I can't. It's a biblical commandment. And this person was actually yelling at me because they wanted someone else on their side to hate this other person. And in the long run, we're all family. I mean, literally, we were blood. We were all family. And... I had to help this person see that what they were doing was unbelievable and incorrect. So if you were to sit down with me and tell me that you were feeling hatred all the time and you honestly, maybe you don't know why, you just, you feel angry. You feel, you know, like there's something wrong deep down inside of you and sometimes you can feel like I don't know why but I do I would honestly ask you if there's anybody who you have unforgiveness settled in your heart for because unforgiveness is is almost like having coffee grains floating on the top of your coffee cup you might pick you might take your spoon and simply dip out to two or three. But when you're when you get down to the very bottom, you will see that there is a bottom full of coffee grains. And what I mean by this is if you if you're seeing that you have anger or you have hatred and you're maybe feeling some uneasy feelings deep down on the inside. There's a whole lot of problems going on. And yes, we all have problems. But we really need freedom from this silent enemy called unforgiveness. So, right now, some of you may be convinced. And you're like, you know, you're you're right, Tim. You're right, I need to forgive. But... What if this person hurts me again? What do I do then? Or, you know, every time I forgive this person, they keep hurting me. Jesus spoke about this, this very same subject, in Matthew 18, 21 through 35. And I know it's a little lengthy, but stick with me. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him. Till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take an account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, 
which owed him 10,000 talents. For as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded for him to be sold and his wife and his children and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him his debts. But the same servant went out, and found one of the fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. And he laid his hands on him, and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should have all have paid his, the debts. Uh, so, his, so when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry. And Cainman told unto their Lord all that was done. And his Lord, after that, he had called him and said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee of all the debts, because thou desirest me. Shouldest not thou also have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I pitied thee on thee? And, this, and his Lord was wroth and delivered him unto the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye, forgive your, uh, if ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. So we must forgive, because our God is so forgiving. Think about, take a second and think about all the stuff that God has forgiven you for. And how many times a day do we do against Him? I know that, you know, that, that the Bible says that God casts our sins as far as the east and for the west, which is true, and I thank God for it. But, just as much as God forgives us, we need to have compassion against everyone else. No matter who they are, family, friend, or, any, or even those who hate us. But like I said, there is horizontal forgiveness. It's one to another. But what about vertical forgiveness? If you are listening to me today, and you tell me that I'm not a Christian. The forgiveness is God. The forgiveness of God is just waiting on you to take it. Just as a free gift is given to the giver, to the receiver, so the gift of salvation from Jesus to you. The Bible is very clear that now is the time for salvation. 1 Corinthians 6 and 2. Dear brothers and sisters, if you are under the sound of my voice, God is giving you this moment just for you. God has sent His Son, Jesus, to come into the world, not only to be the Savior of the world, 
but to become an example for us so we can live in this world and show the love of Christ uh, through one to another with truth and forgiveness. To those who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior in the past, but you have drifted away, you may tell me, tell me, I'm not where I need to be. My friend, you can always come back home. Just as the father was watching and waiting for his prodigal son to return, so is your father in heaven waiting on your return. So many people, the, um, the enemy has deceived you by making you believe that you have to walk back through all the problems that this world has placed on you and all the sins that you might have committed against God to come back to Christ. But my friend, that is a complete lie. The Bible says, All who are carrying a heavy burdens, come to Jesus and He will give you rest. Not more burdens. The Bible doesn't say to come to Christ, you have to go back through all of your problems. No, he just says simply turn around. Just simply make a uh, just simply stop what you're doing and simply ask God for his forgiveness. Jesus came to give you life, not more burdens and troubles. My friend, all you have to do is just simply pray this prayer. God, I am a sinner, and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins that I have committed against you. I do believe Jesus was born of a virgin woman, lived on this earth, performing miracles, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and died on the cross for my sins. I do believe that the Holy Spirit rose Jesus on the third day, and now He is sitting on your right hand making intercession for me in heaven. I do believe that one day Jesus will be coming back to rapture the church and there I will be with you for all in eternity. In Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, I want to thank you for this special episode. Um, it is something that a lot of people have trouble doing. But if you want to reach out to someone and you want to talk further about how, to, uh, how forgiveness and if you need, just need prayer, you can reach out to me by email at Welch, W-E-L-C-H, Tim, T-I-M, 
gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to to talk with you through via email and try to help you through this time that you're having. Be praying for each and every one of you. So until next time, Shalom, Shalom.